welcome to the Best Self Podcast. We've got Kurt Manneke with us today. What a rock star. Uh, you can see, for those of you who can see right now, the guy is all smiles. He even put it in his book <laughs> title, uh, Smile and Make Succeed. Yeah, big city. Uh, got the dome blocking his his title back there. That's right. But no, uh, such a, such an honor to have you. You're a you're an Amazon bestseller. You are you are loved by a lot of different areas. You you started out with customer service. That's kind of mm -hmm. how you started everything. And then you know from there you've had, I mean you have public schools buying two thousand editions of your stuff. You have you've been nominated by moms for awards. You're yeah, you're kind of across the board. And well, thank you, Brad. So excited. Well, I'm excited to be here. Thank you so much. I hope I can live up to some of those. Accolades. Yeah. Well, we'll just make up a bunch of stuff and that make you sound great. sexy. <laughs> that sounds great. Perfect. Thank you. <laughs> no, you, you are like this crash course on how to be a fantastic human being. That's, that's kind of what you, that's your, that's your deal. Like all of your stuff is based around making other people you're, you're about adding value to others. It's amazing. Yes. Yeah. It's really 60 minutes to a better you. A, la a lady told me that once a marketing lady, she said, your tagline should be 60 minutes to a better you. Love it. <laughs> I do too. I thought, boy, that's a, that's a great idea. <laughs> yeah. I'll write that down. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. But yeah, they're quick, easy to read, no wasted words. You know, my editors and I wrote the books. We rewrote them many, many times to shorten them up and take out any extra words because you know, if you give an employee um, a book that is super thick, they're not going to read it. But if you give something like this, where it's, you know, it's this thin, that's right. my first book. You know, we, we didn't stop writing my first book until I had an employee tell me, oh, I can read this. You know, it's, it's so thin. And that's the key. You know, they can read it really quickly, which means they'll read it. Or otherwise, right. if you have a thick book, you know, there's some great books out there, but you have to be very dedicated to read a really thick book if you're a student or if you're an employee. Right. Yeah. And I mean, I remember, so, I mean, I, I used to be a baseball coach. Yeah. I read it. Yeah. Yeah. And I used to always tell, I used to always tell peeps that when you, so we'd send out like donation letters and some stuff along those lines. And I would tell them that the, the longer that letter sits on their counter, the less the odds are of them actually donating. So we would do yes. follow-up calls and and stuff like oh. that and it's kind of the same way if a book just sits next to your bed or just sits in your shelf the longer it sits there the more the odds increase of it just sitting there in a lot of cases right that that is very true and i've got a lot of books that are sitting there i mean they're great <laughs> books but they're there i want to read them over the break but right. they're just very thick it takes it takes some time and as you know um time is probably our most precious resource right no now. doubt about it no, it yeah. always is. We have so it, many things competing right. for our attention. No question. I think time, I would argue time might be the biggest deal killer as well. Like business, biggest business deal killer is when you got that gap between you spoke to them and then you got back to them. Usually communication is the biggest deal killer out there. People start making up their own stuff. I agree. No, Usually I, it's negativity. I totally agree. Well, and follow up like you're doing, like you mentioned with the baseball, that was so smart of you because, you know, it takes what an average five to 12 follow ups to get the sale or to get the 
you know, person to donate. So most people give up at one to three, so they don't get the sale or the donation. So you were very smart to do that. That follow-up is so critical because most people are not very good at it. Right. And it's not that hard to just make, make another call or send another email. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. That's, a, and that's kind of a, I didn't have that really scripted for today, but that's kind of a conversation in itself too, because there's probably an art. I mean, a follow-up says you care, but you could also probably follow up and be annoying. Exactly. I always say persistent, not pushy. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. You know, because of, and in my books, I have, you know, if you're at a car dealership, how often you should follow up different scenarios for follow-up. If they're waiting in, inside the car dealership, if, you know, if you, or if you did a special order, like when we had a store, we used to call people once a week, we had a list of people that did special orders. We'd call them. We'd say, Brad, just wanted to let you know, your O'Neill wetsuit is still on order. It has not come in yet, but we'll keep you posted. And that way they knew they weren't sitting at home wondering, you know, when it was going to come in. And of course we would call them the minute it came in, but they seem to really appreciate that contact. Right. We're going to dive into that, buddy, here in a oh, second. <laughs> feel like in a minute, both of our hair are going to be on fire. That's right. <laughs> hey, I was going to ask you, so you were in customer service. That's kind of, you originally built a six week course for customer yes. service. And that's kind of what kind of spurred your, your, your journey to where you're at now. I think it did. If you, if you could list five, you're say you're doing hiring, you're going to hire yes. someone. Could you list five? If, and if that's too many, just let me know five qualities that you're in this hire. These are the things you're looking for. Cause there's so many people that go out there and hire and they're, their lens are on the wrong area. They are. It hurts the culture and everything of their and their customer service. That, that's a great question, you know, and I'll answer that with a little story. When I had our specialty retail store, we used to have a lot of people come in and ask for applications. Well, the people I would hire, I would interview on the spot would be the people that were dressed well, they were prepared. That goes into the six Ps in my book, Proper Preparation, prevents poor performance. The people that smiled and had good eye contact had good communication skills and were polite. So there are five right there and we're just getting started <laughs> because I knew like somebody like yourself, I could tell right away, eye contact, smile, outgoing, polite, pleasant. And that translates into my head, good with my customers. Yes. You're not going to upset my customers. I'm going to sell more. They're going to, they're, they're going to tell more people about my business. Yeah. And I think that's true for any business, whether you're a front-facing employee or not, you're somehow going to deal with a vendor or deal with other employees. So you want somebody with those five qualities. You know, it's a, what do they say? Hire for attitude, train for skill. And that's what I've always done. I think that's so important. Love that. That is good. Isn't that, I didn't make that up. That's somebody else's. So I can't take yeah. credit for that, but I, I, I've always followed that rule. That is, that is great. Yeah. I, I remember my first teaching job. So actually I was, I was, I got my first teaching job and then I was a budget cut. I was low man on the totem pole and uh, they needed to cut teachers in our district that year. Oh. And uh, being the youngest guy, being a first year teacher, I was the first one to go. I end up, getting an opportunity to interview in the biggest school district in our state at wow. the time. And there was only going to be one hire. So 
me and the four other best candidates are all squaring off basically. And I had my interview at the very end of the interview. I asked her, what are you looking for in this hire? What kind Smart. of qualities are you looking for? And she basically said, and she was a rock star. She basically said that she's not looking for the person that has the most content spewing out of their mouth. She's not looking for the most knowledge. She's looking for, she said she was looking for advocates for kids, uh, coachability, nice, fantastic attitude. And she's looking for people that are going to mesh with the chemistry of the place she's, the school she's already at. So she had a culture in mind. She was intentionally shaping it. And in that interview, she went in assuming all those candidates were going to be decent between the ears in terms of knowing their field. Sure. She was looking for the person that was a culture shaper that was into kids. That was, that chose the right attitude. Like all these softer skills that I hear you talk about all the time. She was into all of that stuff. Like the stuff that you're talking about in your book. And just now that was her hiring process. And so I, I've always remembered that. I love that story. Yeah. So, uh, and you got the job. And I got the job. That's terrific. Yeah, I got the job. It was, it was a total blessing that I was a budget cut. In the, in the moment, it, it stinks. But sure. man, I, I learned from the process. And then man, I met, I just spoke this week. And that was a while ago. I just spoke to two or three of stu the students that I had at that school this week. And I taught them, you know, 15, 20 years ago. Wow. Uh, just one of them works with a student that I work with now. And oh uh, yeah, it's, it's amazing. I mean, that's the beauty behind what you do. And what I do is we meet amazing people. We do. And they think that they're, we're having an impact on them, but man, I get it back tenfold. The value I get in return, that is, it's incredible. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure you, yeah, you see a lot of students and their successes, like you said, 15, 20 years down the road, and you had an impact on them. Probably like that one movie, um, I don't know if you ever saw Mr. Holland's Opus, but mm -hmm. that, was, that was the same thing. He didn't think he had an impact on those kids, and he had such an impact. And right. you know, it, I still think about teachers I had when I was in you know, middle school and high school, and I'd love to reach out to them and say, boy, thank you. You had such right. an impact, but they would never know it because you leave school, and a lot of times you don't see them again. Yeah. Yeah. So many different things. Like one, I would encourage all of our listeners to do just that. Reach out to a teacher because honestly, teachers don't hear a lot of the positives. Oh, Especially, it really don't. Teachers hear more people that are angry than they do actually people that they're thankful for grades or, you know, right now in COVID, there's a lot of, oh. there doesn't make a mean, we talk about the difference between mean and anxious. A lot of people first impression, you could think they're mean, but they might just be anxious. And there's sure. a lot of anxiousness going on right now. So, uh, but anyway, I would reach out. But the cool thing that all the stuff we're talking about right now is this is cross-curricular. I mean, we're, we're talking about teacher-student, but you could have the same impact, whether it be with your books or you reaching out with education or, or anybody, any listener we have out there in any arena, in any capacity, you can have that same impact on anybody like you could be the person that is the catalyst for this person going to big places and man when that 
there's no better feeling than that. Would I you agree. agree? You know, just, oh, I totally agree. That's why the first page in my books and with a new online course is, you know, smile and say hello. Because, you know, some people have said, boy, that changed my attitude. And I'm sure you, I'm sure you heard the story about that, that mm -hmm. boy that was going to commit suicide that day and somebody just smiled and said hello and it changed his, he decided not to. So yeah, just smiling, saying hello, making eye contact, especially now with the elderly. You know, I saw an elderly woman at the grocery store the other day. I so wanted to say something to her, but we have masks on, yeah. not supposed to get close. So yeah. that how do I like make her feel better? And there's wasn't a really easy way. To, I didn't want her to be uncomfortable with me yeah. coming up to her, but I just felt bad for her because she looked all alone, you know, and yeah. she had her cane and the grocery cart and no, you know, everybody was whizzing by. And yeah, so I mean, as much as you can do, just smile, say hi to people and engage them in a little bit of conversation. It, it can change somebody's day or, mm. and then and like, will the teacher change their life? Somebody cares. Yeah, man, I feel better just being on the same podcast as you is right now. Like you. Oh, thank you. I feel the same way, Brittany. We, we are, I feel like you've probably been stalking me and, <laughs> and listening to my conversations for the last 20 years. I'm starting to double second guess myself. On, you looked like such a classy guy at first. You're, you're funny. Well, I, you know, the fact that you're a teacher says a lot. I mean, you care about kids, you make a difference in their lives. I, I, that's a hard job. You're on your feet all day. You know, that's a tough, I give you a lot of credit. Thank you for being a teacher that you, you impact so many lives and most of them you'll never know that you had an impact. Yeah. Yeah. You just that, won't. That's the <laughs> truth. Um, well, Hey, I do want to talk about, let's talk about your book, your latest, sure. your latest one, smile and succeed for teens. Great sure. idea. Tell Thank us about you. it. Well, that idea, you know, as you know, I wrote my first book, Smile Sell More with Amazing Customer Service. The reason I'm holding it up is this is the reason I have the teen book. I wrote this book and I wrote it for businesses, but all these moms and teachers told me, Kurt, you have to get this book in the schools. And I said, I don't know anything about the schools. I wrote this for business. And they said, well, it's all the people skills kids aren't learning. So then I took that first book and I wrote Smile and Succeed for Teens based on the first book, but I made it teen friendly and added a lot of, um, I don't know, I'll show you like a lot of illustrations mm -hmm. people can probably see yeah. with educational captions for young adults that might just be skimming the book, made the font a little bit bigger um, and made it, you know, I spent nine months with teenagers getting their great input. So I had a great team of moms, teachers, grandmas, teenagers, but it's a crash course in face-to-face -face communication, job skills, social skills, the autism market picked it up. Um, Temple Grandin called me, Dr. Temple Grandin, the day yes. she read it and, and urged me to use her testimonial to Incredible. get it out. Oh, I love her. I told her I love oh. your movie. You know, that if anybody hasn't seen the movie Temple Grandin, wonderful movie. So that was so nice of her. But it's just, you know, it's all the little things, saying please and thank you, smiling, greeting customers shaking hands. Well, now it's fist bump that I added in there or whatever it is yeah, yeah, <laughs> for the yeah. virus. <laughs> I was going to ask you about that. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I'm the same way. I mean, when I, that's all those things go into customer service, all those things go into, you know, social skills and you and I have talked, I, and our listeners, most of our listeners, unless you're a first timer, you probably know that I have a son on the autism spectrum and you know, it's you and I talked off air. I mean, it's a that's a humongous spectrum. Like people who don't know any better don't know autism is a humongous spectrum. 
my little man's fortunate to be on the, uh, the higher functioning side, but man, social skills, if you know anything about the spectrum, you know that it's a lot of these guys. I mean, most of these guys are sharp as a tack. They have something mm -hmm. that they're really good at, but almost all of them, and I'm generalizing, the good majority of them are missing the social piece. And uh, kind of back, I mean, when we found out that my, so my wife's a teacher, and I was a teacher when, um, when this guy, when he got diagnosed, we were both, we we're both athletes. My wife was, wife was a Gatorade player of the year for basketball, played division one wow. basketball. Uh, I was a college baseball player. We were both athletes um, and very social. And we knew that when he was diagnosed, the hardest part was knowing what was coming for him. We've, we'd been teaching for years. We knew that there was going to be bullying. There was going to be weird looks in the store. We knew that he was going to have a hard time making friends. Frankly, all of which has come true. Uh, that was the hardest part. But, uh, but we've managed to give him his best life possible. And he's still, he's just, we're so proud of him. Uh, but the social piece is still like your book is such a big deal uh, for a guy like him because the social end is what he's missing and he, he's getting better. Uh, but that'll always be, that'll always be something he's working on. He's never going to reach it. So having books like yours is such a big deal. Are there, uh, are there, could you give us maybe four or five, you listed a few. I know oh, you sure. have, you have like a top 10. Do I do list a handful of those. Yeah, sure. Top 10 is if, if they just read that part of the book and nothing else, they'll be way ahead of the pack as far as other teens. And I wrote the book for all teenagers, but the autism community picked it up. Um, the first tip, of course, is smile and say hello, whether it's a friend or a customer. Um, another tip is uh, make a friend, you know, introduce yourself to a friend. Another, another tip is make good eye contact. And in the book, it talks about if you're not comfortable with a lot, which a lot of um, young adults with autism or not, if you're not comfortable looking in the eye, I've got a little bullseye, and I'm not sure if I can find it, but it's a picture of, um, it tells them to look at the nose, and it's, I don't know if I can, sh can I show this on? Yeah. I don't know if you can see it. Do you see the bullseye with that right there? I do. It's right yeah, square so on the tip of their nose. Exactly. So, you know, look there, that's a little tip. And um, what else do I have? Turn off the electronics. Because a lot of young adults don't, you know, they don't get this. They just are given the phone. They're not given instructions. So tells, you know, when to turn the electronics off. Um, what do, I have to actually look in my book yeah. to see what else do I have in the top 10? <laughs> like, what is in there? Oh, say please and thank you, which is so critical. And it teaches them when a customer says thank you, you don't say yep. You don't say no problem. The proper answer is you're welcome. Yes. And that's so important if, because for, you know, every teen, especially teens with autism and special needs and other special needs, getting that job is critical for them to get income and live on their own. So I've also got on their body language, be enthusiastic, listening, because that's so important, listening to customers and your friends. So those are some of the top 10. I think I hit them all. Let's see if I missed any. <laughs> I was going to tell you, I, I call those, uh, I sometimes call the I think I stole this from Dabo Sweeney. He's the head football coach at Clemson. He calls uh, phones the the thumb gangsters. 
Or oh, I like stay that. away from the thumb gangsters. I hope I'm not butchering that, but that's that's what I remember. <laughs> I call them this. I that's what I call them because the man they they come and they steal your time and your life. And uh, I'm not saying there's apps. There's tons of value to those things too. It's sure. but yeah, I can. I know kids. You know, kids on the spectrum. Again, I'm I guess I'm only talking about the kids I know. But uh, man, they they become really obsessive. So with sure. And there's tons of good stuff on there too. I mean, there's, there's stuff that helps them anyway. Uh, just want to talk about one or two more things and I'm sure. kicking you to the curb. <laughs> Manicky. Thank you, Brad. <laughs> yes. I'm had about enough of this positive stuff. That's right. <laughs> Do you, uh, so I just wanted to, I just wanted to put a plug in for this too, because you've got that, but you've also got a parent's guide. Oh, I do. I think that's important because especially now with COVID, uh, there's like, if it's going to be something that they're going to do on their own at home, sometimes it helps for teens and tweens to have a parent there or someone to help them support through the process. I agree. It's perfect for parents or their sibling. Mm-hmm. or two teens or young adults to you. So it's all role-playing activity activities for social skills, anxiety, everything that's in the book, but the parent doesn't have to go through the book and pick out and make up the questions. It's all right there. And I also have a, a teaching guide for the schools. Great. So I do Fantastic. a lot of um, schools, classroom packs. I've got the new online course for schools. So yeah, just I've got audio books, whatever, how, whatever version people want to listen to the content in. Or read the content. I love it. I love it. So valuable. So valuable. Stuff that already people already deem important. And you're adding a framework to the whole thing. That's do you have a shifting gears? You are you a superstitious guy? Do you have any superstitions? (laughs) No, I really don't. I probably should. (laughs) (laughs) All right. If if I were to catch you at a wedding reception, would would you be crushing it on the dance floor? No. <laughs> I'd be causing people to laugh. Yeah, that would be about it. <laughs> nice. If you had to choose between doing the moonwalk or the Macarena, which one would it be? I would do the moonwalk. I think I could do that. I really okay. do. All right. <laughs> Maybe. Stuff that doesn't force you to move your hips. Just a straight, exactly. you're a straight line guy. That's right. <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> so... Well, hey, buddy, you've got you've got 30 to 45 seconds to talk to our listeners. We've got listeners in 44 countries tuning into nice. you right now. Nice. 30 to 45 seconds to speak with them about how they can out-improve their previous best self. How can they out-improve their previous best self? Really, you know, I think read as much as you can, whether it's my books or other books. I'm reading about five books right now. Um be nice to other people, be nice to coworkers and customers, be nice to your boss, um, be friendly, smile, say hello, care about others, volunteer, give back. I'm a member of Rotary. That's a great group to get involved with. And if anybody's interested in my books, my website is smilethebook.com. They're on Amazon. I've got the new online course. Any teachers that would like to see a demo of the online course, I'm happy to give that. And um, just shoot me an email if you have any questions or connect with me on LinkedIn. I'm on there um, as Kurt Mianicki. But thank you so much, Brad, for having me. Well, you're uh, you're really difficult to get along with. You're not friendly <laughs> at all. A lot of issues. Don't write good books. 
I don't know how this happened. <laughs> no, you are. Uh, I mean, I knew this going in. And uh, but then once we got to start chatting, we joked beforehand, man, I should be putting this on. This should be live stuff when we were talking beforehand, because you're just there's so much good to you. And you're you really are. I can see you being a guy that would be great with kids, great with adults, great with every business sector. You're kind of the whole, you're the real deal, buddy. So, well, thank you, Brad. You are too. I feel the same way about you. Thank you for being a teacher and a, and a great dad. Awesome. Thank you so much. Make it a great day. You too. Thank you, Brad. You bet.